Hello, welcome to 5 Minutes of Pastority. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. I believe you are enjoying yourself in the Lord this morning. I have some few things to share with you which I believe will be a great blessing to you. Now, today I'm talking about forbid not. There's something very remarkable in the Bible which is communicated that I believe all of us must understand, which is very, very important. And uh, I want us to read from 1 Corinthians chapter 12 from verse 27. It's basically about speaking in tongues. You know, there are those who don't believe that speaking in tongues is for everybody. There are those who believe that it was for only the disciples, you know, in the, in the first church. And there are also those who believe that it's for some people. It's a gift for some people. Today, I want us to address it and look at what the Bible really says. Everything that you say or what you believe must be from the Word. If you believe in human fables or traditions of men, then you will be short of what God really expects you to have. You will not enjoy the blessings that God wants you to have. You see, Jesus said that you have made the word of God of non-effect by virtue of your traditions. Because of your traditions, you have made the word of God of non-effect. So, it's very important that we understand the word of God concerning some of these things. And uh, I want to read from 1 Corinthians chapter 12, from verse 27. It says, Now ye are the body of Christ, and members in particular. And uh, if you read the whole of 1 Corinthians chapter 12, you understand exactly what Paul was talking about. Paul was talking about the body of Christ, and how that all of us have different functions in the body of Christ. He says, all of us are not the eye. The whole body is not an eye. The whole body is not a leg. How can the eye say that I'm not interested in the body? I don't need the leg. The eye needs the leg. The stomach needs the arm. All of us need each other, you see. So Paul is talking about the various ministries that we have or the various things that we have in the body of Christ to do. And in verse 27, he says, Now we have the body of Christ and members in particular. And verse 28 says, And God has set some in the church, first apostles, secondarily prophets, Thirdly, teachers, after that, miracles, then gifts of healings, helps, governments, diversity of tongues, you see. So he puts these things together. He says, first, apostles, secondly, prophets, thirdly, teachers, after that, miracles, then gifts of healings, then helps, you see. All these are ministries in the body of Christ. Then governments, governments is the same as pastoring, you see. Then diversities of tongues. So diversities of tongues in this context is also a ministry in the body of Christ. Hallelujah. Then he goes on to say, are all apostles, are all prophets, all of us are not apostles, certainly not. And then all of us are not teachers. He says, are all, are all prophets, are all teachers, are all workers of miracles. They are those who have a special ministry of miracle working. They have a miracle working ministry. That's what God has given to them. I mean, when you, you meet them, a miracle is going to happen in your life. Just as you, when you meet a pastor, you are going to be pastored. Your life is going to change. There's, there's also a ministry like that for people who work miracles and then those who do healings as well. Hallelujah. Then he says, are all miracle workers or workers of miracles have all the gifts of healing. They are people with special gifts of healing. Okay, now these are these ones are different from the gifts of the spirit that are in a believer. Hopefully, I'll explain that to you next time. There's a difference between the ministry gifts and then the gifts of the spirit that are inside us. These are ministry gifts. When you read in Ephesians chapter four from verse eleven, he says, "And he gave some uh, he gave some apostles, some prophets, some pastors, some teachers, and evangelists for the perfection of the saints for the work of the ministry." Those are ministry gifts, and these people are put in the same class with those ministry gifts, including diversity of tongues. So they are those who have the ability to speak a tongue as a gift and interpret it for people to understand. It's a gift. There's a special gift like that. They are a ministry on its own. Hallelujah. There was this wonderful man who uh, was in America. He and his wife. The man speaks in a tongue and the wife explains it. And it's, a, it's so much of a blessing. They, were, they had that ministry. It was so powerful. Hallelujah. But in 1 Corinthians chapter 14, I want you to turn to 1 Corinthians chapter 14. So there's the ministry gift of speaking in tongues or diverse tongues. Okay. But in 1 Corinthians chapter 14, Paul was addressing another thing. 
which is thanksgiving for everybody which a man receives after being born again or after uh, receiving the holy spirit when you receive the holy spirit into your life god the holy spirit gives you an utterance for you to speak in the language of the spirit hallelujah so paul said in first um, corinthians 14 18 he says i thank my god i speak with tongues more than ye all now that means that all of them were expected to speak in tongues so he said that i thank my god i speak in tongues more than all of you can you imagine he says i thank my god i speak in tongues more than all of you now go to verse 39 look at what paul said he says wherefore brethren covert to prophesy covert to prophesy and forbid not to speak with tongues so you can't forbid the brethren from speaking in tongues because the bible says we should not forbid not all of us are to speak in tongues if you are born again just receive the holy spirit and he give you that ability to speak with tongues it's for all of us hallelujah but then paul says something go back to verse 18 again this i thank my god i speak in tongues more than you all then it is yet in the church i had rather speak five words with my understanding that by my voice i might teach others also than ten thousand words in an unknown tongue in other words if i'm coming to preach to you if i'm preaching in church i shouldn't be preaching with tongues i come to church i'm preaching oh i'm preaching and then i'm speaking in tongues mandala bashabala that's all i'm doing how are they going to understand for them to understand, I have to speak in the language that they understand. And if I speak in tongues, as a preacher, as I'm preaching, if I speak in tongues, I must interpret for them to understand. So Paul says that, he says, wherefore, in verse 39, once again, he says, wherefore, brethren, covet to prophesy or push to prophesy. What is prophecy? Prophecy is speaking in tongues and interpreting, you see. So if you go to verse 4, in same place, 1 Corinthians chapter 14, I'm reading verse 4 now. He says that, he that speaketh an unknown tongue edifieth himself, but he that prophesied edifieth the church. The verse 5 says that I would that you, you all speak with tongues. Have you seen it? I would that all of you speak in tongues, but rather that you prophesy. For greater is he that prophesied than he that speaketh with tongues, except he interpret that the church may receive a defying. I think it, it explains itself. You see, he says, I want all of you to speak in tongues, but rather I want you to, to prophesy so that when you speak in tongues and everybody is hearing you in a church, let's say you are standing to preach and you are speaking in tongues, you have to interpret for everybody to understand. But forbid not to speak in tongues because all of us are to speak in tongues. Begin to speak in tongues today. If you don't have that ability, receive the Holy Ghost right now in your room. Receive the Holy Spirit and receive the ability to speak in tongues right now. Just open your mouth and begin to speak in tongues in Jesus' name. I love you very much. I'll see you again tomorrow. Until then, God bless you. Bye-bye.